You're listening to The Power of a Cookie podcast, episode number three. Welcome to The Power of a Cookie podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Power of a Cookie podcast, episode number three. We're here with Karen Summers. You guys know her from karenscookies.net and our host, our wonderful host at CookieCon. Hi, Karen. How are you? Hey, Lisa. Good. Good. Happy to be here. I am so happy you're here. Um, It seems like everybody that I've interviewed so far, CookieCon comes up like... Talk about it over and over and over. What a great place it is. We absolutely love it. But before before we jump to CookieCon, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your journey and your process and how you got, how you went from being a cookie decorator to having Karen's Cookies to hosting CookieCon for everybody. So let's start at the very beginning. How did you get started decorating cookies? Well, I, I, went to culinary school and took some cake decorating classes. And I really enjoyed that a lot. And, um, when I graduated, um, there was, I was looking for a job, you know, you get into like, Oh, I'm in the real world. I have to get a real job now. And I was back in those days, you know, it was the newspaper, (laughs) (laughs) the Sunday paper looking at, uh, jobs available. And I came across cookie decorator and I thought that's weird. Like I'd never even heard of that as being a job. And so, um, I thought, well, I'll apply and see, you know, I don't have any experience with that, but I have cake decorating experience and hopefully that helps. Um, and I got the job. <laughs> so it was a little bakery doing um, cookie decorating. And so I did that for about a year. Um, and then I I was moving around a lot because when you're just out of college and moving here and there. And um, so I did some other jobs. And then I got a job working as a full-time cake decorator again. And then did some cookies as well. But um, then I had my first baby. And (laughs) wanted to stay home with him. And, but he was such a good baby. He was like so easy and I got really bored. Like he would just sit and play and I wanted something to do. And I, I missed the cookies. I missed decorating cookies. And, um, Mike was a a web developer. I mean, this was in 2000, (laughs) year 2000. (laughs) And so, all of that was super new, like blogs didn't exist, you know, things, not that I know of. I mean, I, I, I had never heard of a blog, but, um, I asked Mike to, if he could make me a web page where I could put some cookie decorating instruction pictures and things up. And so that's what he, he made me this little page and I started, um, taking pictures of cookies that I was making and put them up on the web page. Wow. So I had no idea you were kind of our first blogger. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause I, I look back and think, man, I didn't even know what that was, but I knew that I wanted to do something. And I was just in my little apartment by myself with my baby, not knowing, um, how to, 
how to stay in the industry without going to work every day. And so, yeah, it's kind of crazy that. Well, you figured it out. That's that's yeah. amazing. I want to go back to the beginning, back to where you said, you know, you, I can imagine, because I did it too. This goes to show my age for sure. When, you know, the Sunday paper came out, you would see the one ads. You would fight over the one ads if you had any siblings <laughs> close to your age. And we would get a big red ink pen and we would go down through there and circle jobs that we yep. wanted to apply for. Never yep. once, never did I see anything for cookie decorating. I know. I mean, crazy, right? <laughs> man, I mean, your destiny, that was, it was laid out for you. <laughs> it was. And the funny thing was, I kind of laughed at it. I thought, what a weird job. Like, <laughs> but, but you know, there was nothing else in the paper that day. So. No, nothing <laughs> in the paper, which again, the slate was wiped except for cookies. It, that's it. Karen, yeah. this is what you're going to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. Okay. So when you went and applied for the job, you got the job. What did you decorate the cookies with? Cause you said that you had experience with cakes. So did you decorate the cookies with royal icing or buttercream? It or? was, it was a kind of a in between. Um, it was sort of like the uh, meringue buttercream that I use all the time now. I actually did not. I on purpose did not. Um, I didn't make the icing, and I I didn't look at their recipe on purpose the whole year that I worked there. Actually, it was like a year and a half um, because I didn't want to steal it <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and so I I just I didn't want that temptation to even be there um but I I tried really hard to duplicate it <laughs> yeah, <well>. because because <laughs> it worked really it was not royal it was um a softer it was softer than royal but it did set up so that they could be bagged or stacked or whatever that's that's incredible. And, and the fact that you didn't look at it for a year and a half or so goes to show what kind of person you are. That's why we love you so much, because the rest of us, I know, I know I probably would have been like, let me see that recipe. Yeah. <laughs> What's in this? I have to know yeah. before I go home. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I did kind of know. I mean, I, the baker, the baker slash icing maker was just a few feet away from me. So I saw what she put in it. I mean, I know basically kind of what was in it but I didn't know the exact amounts or anything which is and good I didn't want to because <laughs> because then that encourages you to go home and I think that gives you some kind of um I don't know. I think it gives you some kind of courage to experiment and play with recipes because if everything's always handed to us, then we'll never experiment or play with it. So the fact that you made an icing from what, you know, you knew kind of what was in it and you made something that works really well for you. Yeah. Well, and the other, I, I just, I'm so, I've always been very, um, well, I can't even think of the word just aware of other people's hard work and what has gone into building a business. And I just, I don't think that I should just take that from them. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, that in fact, so the company that I work for was cookies by design. Um, a lot of people know them and have heard of them. And, um, and when I went, when I went to make my blog and, share some um, cookie decorating methods. I actually wrote to the company and I said, I've worked for you before um, 
And so I know your methods um, and I don't want to give away any of your secrets because I, I loved that company. Um, they were really good to me. Um, my, my direct employers were really good to me and the, um, the corporate office was awesome and um, really great people. And so I wrote that wrote to them and said, I've worked for you. I know some things <laughs> that I learned from working for you. I don't want to give anything away. What are some things that I cannot say on this blog? And they gave me a list of things. Um, don't, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, but everything else you're free to use. And wow. so I've stuck with that and um, so that I didn't have any guilt. <laughs> and that's good. And like you said, then, you know, since you asked them, you knew, you know, what they wanted, then you just took off and did your own wonderful, amazing thing. So that's, I'm so proud of you. You've, you've come so far. <laughs> so, well, after, then you said after that you left and you got a full-time job as a cookie decorator or was so, that the company? So that was the full-time cookie decorator okay. job was at Cookies by Design. And then um, after that, I, I was kind of following Mike around because he was finishing up school. And and so I moved, we moved away and I got a full-time cake decorating job. But I always missed the cookies. Like I would do, I, I enjoy cake decorating too, but there's something about the cookies that I just always wanted to go back to that. And so when, after I had my baby, I had, I had the baby while I was um, doing the cake decorating job. And after I had him, I immediately just went back to cookies. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do was the cookies because it was so unusual and unique. And so that was the, the website that Mike set up for me was teaching cookie decorating. Well, and I watched all of your tutorials. You had video tutorials on there showing how to do things. And I remember when I first started, I found, which we'll talk about in just a second, I found karenscookies.net. What I found so interesting about your site was you had all those tutorials on there where you were teaching us how to make the icing and how to decorate with it. And you, I think you had like a hot air balloon and you showed three uh -huh. different ways to do the hot air balloon. And I I was yeah. like, oh, she's so good. One of these days I want to meet her. Lo and behold, we met. <laughs> well, and the funny thing is, I, I look back on those videos and I don't love them. <laughs> but because there's, I mean, I've gotten better since then. And so many people have taken that information that I gave and have done their own thing with it, which I just love. And they've come up with their own methods and their own thing. I've always kind of thought of myself as the jumping off point. Um, a lot of people have like launched from me, like they've found me, they've found my videos and my tutorials. And that has opened up a world to them that they didn't even know existed. And then they go off and they find everybody else who's a way better decorator than I am. <laughs> but, but I'm kind of like the enabler, I guess, you know, like, come, come visit me, I'll kind of introduce you and then you can go visit Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, I hate to say this because, you know, it's just going to sound horrible. But, you know, if we if cookies were drugs, you would be our supplier. <laughs> 
give us everything that we need for this guilty pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's awesome. Okay, so so we've kind of opened the door to Karen's cookies. You told me, I think it was at the first cookie con. Um, By the way, thank you so much for inviting me there to do that because that really helped. I mean, it changed my life as far as my career and, you know, what I wanted to do and spending time with my family. So thank you so much for inviting me there because it, you just gave me such confidence and courage and I just love you for it. Oh, (laughs) well, we loved having you. Thanks for being, thanks for being brave (laughs) and being the the guinea pig because man, that was a guinea pig year. I loved it. I've loved every year they've been. I think I missed one year and it was the second one. And, yeah. you know, just scheduled it and work out. But I have loved every cookie con and I hope I never miss another one because they're amazing. But again, I'm getting way ahead of myself here. So at that first cookie con, I think I asked you, I met one of your friends and I asked you how you started karenscookies.net. And the story that you told me has stuck with me forever. So will you tell us how you started karenscookies.net? Okay, well, so I had, like I said, I made that little website, and it had developed kind of a following. Um, there, there wasn't really a place for comments. I mean, like, it wasn't a blog where people could comment. It was more of just a website. But I had my email address on there, and I started getting just a ton of emails from people asking, where do I get my supplies and, you know, where do you get those cookie cutters? Where do you get, how do you get your colors so vibrant? What colors do you use? What, you know, they would just ask me all these questions and I'd send them to the places where I bought my supplies. And um, finally one day, and I did that for a while. Um, I, that was from, from the year 2000 was when I first put my website up until um, in 2000 six ish. Um, I started thinking, and I've, I keep it to sending these people to all these, um, supply suppliers. And I thought maybe I should just sell stuff myself. And so I started with, I think I had maybe 20 products. And again, I had my like, Hey, Mike, <laughs> he's always my rescuer. <laughs> like, can you make me a website where I can sell stuff? <laughs> I mean, I didn't have any idea how to do that but luckily he did and so we put about our first 20 25 products up mostly Ann Clark cookie cutters I just spent I mean I this is how I do things <laughs> I just figured it out I just got on the internet and started searching for wholesale cookie cutters and and the first one that I found was Ann Clark and um I I started my business myself like I just got on the um the internet and got myself a business license (laughs) and a resale number and um got my first like 20 products and and put them up and it we had our first sale I think the first day that we had our website wow which I was shocked I just thought oh I'll put it up there and in a week or two I might get an email or question about something or, but the first day we had it up, we got our first sale. That's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah. And so we did, I just did it from home. I did it from home from 2000 or yeah, 2007 until 2010, I think. No, 
I don't know, 2009, I think. Yeah, 2009, we moved into our warehouse. Wow. So, And how many years did you have the warehouse? Um, Till just in in June, we closed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me cry during this interview. <laughs> so, yeah, it was... We, it was our, it was right at our 10th anniversary of being in business wow. that we closed and yeah. we had all but two of those had been in, in the warehouse. So, wow. So I hate that you closed. I really, really <laughs> hate that you closed, but I totally understand why, you know, I mean, I, I know that things change and life changes and now you have this big new baby to take care of, which is called cookie con. <laughs> Tell me, can you tell me, like, Cookie Con is amazing. I'm just like, I'm speechless right now. So can you tell me where you got the idea for Cookie Con and how that came about? Well, I got the idea, I guess it goes back to you, really, because... (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm even more speechless. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you had your cookie camp, and I, for two years, right? Yes, just two years is all I could handle. (laughs) Yeah. So the first year, um, I think it was Pam that contacted me, Pam, uh, cookie crazy, Pam Sneed. Mm -hmm. She contacted me and asked if I would sponsor this little get together, um, through Karen for, through Karen's cookies. And so I sent some products to be given away as prizes or whatever. And the second year she asked me again, and then she said, do you want to come? And I was like, oh, I'm not going to go to Tennessee (laughs) like to meet people that I don't even know like internet people (laughs) Uh, but for some reason I I decided to do it I thought it was so funny uh Marianne um cookie artisan Marianne Rollins when we were up there she was talking about how her kids were so worried about or her daughter was worried about her going to Tennessee in the mountains with no cell service (laughs) (laughs) meeting these internet people. (laughs) Well, if you listen to the last interview, my son, my oldest son came home from college and said, mom, what are you doing? You're inviting people from the internet here. They could kill you in your sleep. And I'm like, ah, get over it. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it's funny when you think about it, but Anyway, I decided to come, and so I, so I came, and I it was it was awesome. It was just such a a cool experience to because cookie decorating back then, especially, it's grown now. But back then, it was so you you didn't just meet other cookie decorators no. down the road, you know. And so just being around people that are in your element um, was awesome. Yeah, I. Th- I think you and I kind of bonded right from the beginning. I don't know what yeah. happened, but when we looked at each other, it was just like instant forever friends yeah. right now, you know? <laughs> I know. And that's how it felt. I, I just felt like, oh, these are my people, yeah. you know? And it was, I think there were maybe 25, 20, 25 people there. Do you yeah. remember? I, I don't. can't. Now, I can't remember, but I remember they were all wonderful and amazing and they're all still friends today. So yeah, yeah. it was great. <laughs> Yeah, and then people started asking me to do an event like that. And I was like, no way, I do not have time. I can't do it. It would be cool, but I don't have time. 
A, I don't have time. B, nobody wants to come to Idaho Falls, Idaho. <laughs> Where am I going to host that, you know? Salt Lake City. <laughs> yeah. So there were there was another event that was put together, and there were about 60 people that went to it. I did not put it on, but I sponsored, and so I went to that. And on the way home, on the plane ride home, I turned to Mike and I said, we need to do something where more people can experience that, where more people can experience the just joy of being together and learning from each other. And and we actually flew through Salt Lake City. We had a, a stop in Salt Lake City. And while I was there, no joke, I picked up this Visit Salt Lake City guide and I opened it up and I started looking at hotels and the street layout and whatever. And I said, let's do it here. <laughs> and that was in that was in April. And by June, we were selling tickets. That's crazy. To the first cookie con. Okay, so wait a minute. Your first job, you open the paper and there's a job for a cookie decorator. <laughs> you tell your husband on a plane, hey, we need to do something where cookie decorators can get together and hang out and experience this joy. And you pick up a brochure and boom, <laughs> that's like, in Salt Lake City and that's where you yeah. have it. <laughs> yeah. It, it has been laid out in front of me like this is what you're doing. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize that that's how you picked Salt Lake. I had no yeah. idea. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's incredible. So now, the like I said, the first um, cookie con, it was, it was absolutely amazing for that many people to get together and, you know, talk about cookies and experience it. What I think I love most about all the cookie cons is the way that you and Mike have made the different stations for people to go around, you know, after the classes and everything, for the, for the people to go around and test the products. Like, if you don't have an airbrush gun, here's 20, try one. Yeah. You know, uh -huh. um, cookie stencils and, I mean, just everything. I love the way that you let the people touch things and do things and experience it. I just, that's a yeah. huge part of cookie con for me. Yeah, well, and I just felt like that was an important part of it. And it's been the probably the biggest challenge of CookieCon um, is figuring that out so that it uh, flows smoothly and that everybody gets equal chance to try things and and we don't make a huge mess. <laughs> yes. I, do you remember the first CookieCon? It was a giant mess. <laughs> Do you remember, I'm just going to share this with everybody real quick. Do you remember when I got up there? First of all, thank you for letting me follow Artie McGoo. <laughs> Liz got up there and she played this song and the video of her decorating and these cookies. Everybody stood and cheered. There was not a dry eye in the house. And then everybody turns around and looks at me and I'm like, seriously, now I get to go? <laughs> and then when I got up there, the airbrush gun didn't work. And I whispered to Mike, oh, I'm yeah. like, Mike the airbrush gun isn't working. And he looked at, he said, really? And I said, yeah, really? <laughs> so he switched it out for me and I turned it on and I said, nothing, Mike, there's nothing. <laughs> so yeah. He ran and got another one and we just kept going. I'm like, okay, this is it. I could fall apart or we can push through. And we pushed through and we got through and I finished on time. I was so happy. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And we've had little, Little bumps like that where we, we've learned to have backups of backups of backups yeah. of everything. And it makes you stronger. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, we could be politicians because we fly by the seat of our pants. I mean, yeah, we, right. we could do this. We've got this, right? <laughs> yeah, put on a happy face. We have got this. 
<laughs> That's right. We've got this. Okay, so I talked to you a few days ago when I asked you if you wanted to do this interview. And thank you for doing it, by the way. We love yes. you. <laughs> so I talked to you, and we actually talked a little bit about the next Cookie Con. Will you? T- I'm so excited. Will you tell us a little bit about it? The next Cookie Con? Yes. So, yeah. Um, the first four were in Salt Lake City, which has been a great city. It really has been. Yes has been a good place to have it. Um, but we started feeling like, I mean, if you look at a map of the United States and all the highways, and if you look at, if you want to pick the very worst city in the whole world, as far as how to get there, (laughs) it's probably Salt Lake city. (laughs) Do you know two out of four years? Well, I've been to cookie con three times. Two of those times, Alan and I have drove from Tennessee. So, yeah, it takes a little time. (laughs) Yeah, it takes a little bit of time. Yeah. Well, so we started thinking we need to have it so that it's a little bit more accessible for people. And so we wrote down a list. We looked at, seriously, looked at a map of the United States, kind of looked at where our people had been coming from. And um, because hardly any of them would come from Utah. (laughs) (laughs) We look at where they're coming from. And we made a list of cities and um, I haven't been to a lot of cities. I've been to Tennessee cause I visited you, but I haven't <laughs> been to a lot of the places, uh, you know, in your neck of the woods. And so we just made a list of cities and, and the hotels there and kind of researched and, and I decided to make a trip out to Indianapolis. That was, we had kind of narrowed it down to Indianapolis. And honestly, I went there 100% convinced I was going to hate it. <laughs> I just got on the plane saying, this is going to stink. I'm going to hate it. Um, Just because I was so used to Salt Lake City, I was comfortable there. And I didn't think I could feel that way about another city. But I got to Indianapolis and it just, I loved it. I, it just felt good and it felt right. It felt like the right choice to have it there. The hotel was awesome. Um, the people at the hotel were awesome. And I called Mike that night cause he couldn't go with me. I called him and I said, man, Mike, I think this is the place. And it just has felt good. And I, th- and I'm excited about it. That's good. I'm excited too, because it is closer and Salt Lake, was amazing. I like the way that you could walk around there and things that you could see, but it's going to be really interesting too. I used to live in Indiana, so it's going to be kind of interesting to go back. I wasn't in Indianapolis. I lived in Kokomo. That song Kokomo is not about the Kokomo (laughs) that I lived in, but I like to pretend it is. Yeah. (laughs) And so I think it's going to be really cool going to a different city and kind of walking around and seeing what's there because you said it had a great place where you could walk. Oh, yeah. The, the walking, the walkability, uh, I thought Salt Lake City was really walkable and, and safe. And I, that's what I, one of the things that I liked about that. But Indianapolis is amazing. Like there are, there are hundreds of restaurants in really short walking distance of where the hotel is, is that where we're going to have it. And they, the streets felt safe and clean and the people were awesome. The people were just friendly and I just loved it. I think that the, I think the cookie con attendees are going to really, really like it. Good. I'm excited about it. Like I said, um, 
no matter where you had it, I think I would be excited about it. But I'm glad that it's going to be someplace different because it is it it probably will give people more of a chance to go. You know, more people a chance to visit. So. Now, um, you did tell me, too, you talked about the attendance, like how many people you could have. How many people were at the last, at last so year's? So, at, at last year's, we had 475, um, and we had a waiting list of 150. Wow. And that was huge. 150 people who really wanted tickets. It was the first year that not everybody got in who wanted wow to get in and that was heartbreaking for me I just felt like if they want to come they should be able to come you know but the Hilton in Salt Lake City just was not big enough to add any more people um we were we were really maxed out at 475 and so this hotel um the Marriott in Indianapolis is just enough bigger that we can have about 100 more people so I think so this time we'll have somewhere around 550 to 600 people. And I think I've always also been conscious of wanting it to feel like kind of a family reunion feel. I want it to feel small, small enough that where you get to meet people and talk to people. And so I think this will do both. We'll be able to let more people in, but still keep that small small town feel to it. Well, I can't wait. I'm so, so excited. So do you have the dates on that yet? Yeah, it is September 12th through the 15th, um, 2018. So a year from (laughs) next week ish. (laughs) Wow. So this is, I think this is good timing too. So Yeah. yeah, so I'll, um, so if everybody out there listening, um, when the tickets and stuff go on sale, I'll, I'll announce it. I'll put it on the blog and my social media and stuff. And I'm sure, you know, Karen's so good. She's so good about putting everything out there. So, you know, but tickets do go fast. So hopefully, hopefully there won't be a waiting list with a hundred people on it this year. Hopefully everybody will get to go. So I'm looking so forward to it. Is there any hints that you can give us about it? I know I haven't talked to you about this and I'm totally (laughs) on the spot. Is there any like, secrets or surprises that we just need to stay in tune and and watch or what just, we we already have um a couple of instructors Ooh. and they're going to be awesome Good. um we will be getting that we're gonna in the next probably two months we're gonna nail down all of our um core instructors and then in the past, it's been a little bit of a challenge um, registering for the what we've called in the past pre-cookie con classes. Yes. Um, we've done that because we want people to know that when they buy a ticket to cookie con, they get an all-inclusive awesome package. If they do nothing else, if they don't register for any other classes and just get their cookie con ticket, it's amazing. And they get all of the core classes included with that. And we have a couple of hands-on this year, which will be cool, that are included in oh, their CookieCon ticket. Cool. But That's exciting. The, <laughs> yeah. But this year, and so all of the pre-CookieCon classes have just been individually registered through their the individual instructors. And it's been really challenging, first of all, to even get a spot or nowhere to go to register or, um, you know, know how to register or what, 
it's just been confusing. It's been confusing for the instructors. It's been confusing for the attendees. And this year we're going to streamline that. So it'll be, it should be really slick and easy. Um, so we, that's our big thing for this year is really getting that um, organized and figured out and making that better. And see, that's what I like about you guys is you're always looking for ways to improve it and make it better. And when you have that many different instructors and that many different guests and then trying to book, you know, hotels and sell tickets and stuff, that's overwhelming. I mean, <laughs> that's a huge job. So the fact now that you guys are going to streamline it and make it all one process, I mean, that's like super exciting. So yeah. I think everybody's going to love that. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, do you have any words of advice for us? Any wisdom or anything that you want to share? Again, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> well, um, you know, the the thing about CookieCon, the biggest uh, goal that Mike and I have with CookieCon is to increase the positivity in the cookie world. We have the cookie decorating world is seriously the kindest most accepting inclusive group anytime you have a big group um with all different kinds of personalities and backgrounds and everything there are always challenges but cookie decorators are just they're unique in We're full of sugar we're so happy yeah. There is a there's a kindness there yes. that that doesn't exist in other groups. And I guess my words of wisdom are to just keep fostering that. I don't think it happens by accident. I think that it's the result of a lot of people um working really hard to keep it that way and and I think as we keep the positivity then everybody benefits everybody does better is happier works harder does amazing things and i i just really mike and i both really believe that that um just fostering the positivity is good for everybody and i agree that's kind of you know, what's behind this podcast, you know, I talked in the, when I did the introduction to it, how this podcast is directly due to the CookieCon keynote speech that I gave, you know, because when you think about cookies, you think, okay, what is it about cookies? But it's the people behind the cookies. And mm -hmm. the more people I met, the more people were telling me what they were doing with their cookies and how they were helping each other. So that's the whole thing to this, you know, the power of a cookie podcast is, you know, the positivity of cookie decorators that are willing to go out and literally bake the world better one cookie at a time. And the yeah. same thing with CookieCon. We just need to keep building each other up because what people do with cookies is it's just unbelievable. And hopefully yeah. we can get a bunch of them here on the show. So, yeah, awesome. Well, I love you <laughs> so much. You have no idea. I cannot thank you enough for being here and telling us about CookieCon. And you better believe I'm going to be on that phone or whatever when tickets go on sale. <laughs> and I'm just going to seriously get Alan a ticket. And he's going to sit with me in classes because he's, you know, 
the man, I don't know how we ended up together. I love him more than anything, but he hates sugar cookies. Now, he doesn't hate to see them, <laughs> but he will not eat one. But he said oh, to me two funny. days ago, he came in here and said, I may need to help you decorate cookies. So, oh. girls, he's getting the fever. So oh, excited. man. I if it, He needs to convince Mike, too, because I've been telling Mike for years he needs to get a paintbrush and start painting on some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you guys haven't seen his paintings, I don't know, I may have to edit this part, Karen. <laughs> if you guys have not seen what Mike can do with a paintbrush, I'm going to put a link below if they'll allow me because, wow, I just, I have looked at his paintings for hours. I mean, the man's incredible, so. Yeah, it's really unbelievable what he does. <laughs> it is. Okay, well, I'm going to get off here and let you guys get on with your day. Karen, thank you so much for being here. You guys check the links below, and I'm going to link to CookieCon. That way, if you have never been, you can find out some information about it. Be looking and, and watching everywhere online because we'll all be talking about when cookie con tickets go on sale but hopefully karen and i both will see you at cookie con 2018 in indianapolis indiana thanks for being here karen thank you lisa bye-bye guys thanks for listening to the power of a cookie podcast at thebarefootbaker.com